Welcome to Power Talk with Caitlin Power. I'm Caitlin, a certified clinical hypnotherapist who helps you clear out the BS subconscious beliefs that have been keeping you from reaching your goals. And I show you how to upgrade your identity into the most confident, fulfilled you that you were always meant to be. So if you're ready to stop playing small and join transformative conversations around mindset, manifestation, business, wellness, and hear from the it girls that are out there living their dream lives, I'm so excited to have you here. Let's get started. Hey, it's Caitlin. Welcome back to Power Talk. I'm so happy you're loving the podcast. I'm over the moon. Power Talk Tuesdays are where it's at. Every morning on Tuesday, there's a new episode, and I'm really happy to be hearing feedback from members and people in my audience that they're loving what I'm sharing, and it's answering those questions that you send me in my DMs with the clarity that they deserve, because I can only give so much of an answer in one to two sentences on Instagram or a TikTok comment, so I'm loving having this platform to be able to really dive deep, you know, talk about the intricacies of the mindset and energetics behind manifestation, all that goes along with that, with what you're manifesting, whether that's money or love, so many things, self-confidence. So I'm really excited to be answering a specific question from a member today. I'm going to read you the DM and this is going to be part of at least a two-part podcast. So this is part one, but I'm going to be making a part two about the it girl, becoming the it girl 2024 is your year, becoming the it girl, upgrading your identity. And when I say it girl, I just love the vibe of what that gives you, the identity, that feeling when you think of it girl. And if that doesn't do it for you, pick something else. Because with anything like lucky girl or soft girl, I'm all those things. I I am the lucky girl and I am a soft girl and I can lean into it's like having these kind of like archetypes almost. You know how you put on a different outfit and maybe one day this is very much me. One day I'm in all black and I'm wearing something super chic and the next day I'm all colorful and you see me wearing these bright sweaters and everything. I'm all those things. So we're very multi-dimensional as human beings. You don't have to just be one thing. And what's cool about having these different identities of it's all part of your identity that you're upgrading into the person that you're always meant to be, but it's like you can lean into these different facets of yourself. So I can lean into the soft girl, that feminine energy and be magnetic. And then I also can be that lucky girl where I'm allowing things to work out for me, knowing everything works out for me. And then I'm also the it girl. And to me, the it girl is a girl that takes action. But like, again, it's all those different parts of it, the lucky girl, the soft girl, they're all parts of each other. But the it girl, when I'm leaning into the it girl is the girl that is confident that takes action and she's certain i think that's the thing about the it girl is that she's certain it's like what does she know because she she's coming across so certain the certainty is what's attractive there's something that she knows that other people don't is what the vibe gives off but it's really just everyone gets to be the it girl it's not about saying i'm the best it's not a competition it's not comparing yourself to anyone else you're the it girl and she's the it girl and I'm the it girl. It's about stepping into who you're always meant to be and where you're not meant to feel small and play small and be someone that doesn't fully own all their gifts and qualities and everything that makes them them. 
you are the one. There's only one you, and it doesn't mean you're the best, but you're the best at being you. There's only one you. Say there's you have a crush, or even you can think of it as a friend. Your crush or a loved one that you have, they're not the hottest or the smartest or the funniest maybe they are a lot of those things they're they're hot and smart and funny but they're not you can't say oh yeah they're the hottest person on earth but to you they might be because they are the one they are it there's something about them that draws you in that you want to be around them all the time because they are the one i am the one to my loved ones i am the one to my family i am the one to my friends because i am me i'm the only one of me so i am the it girl it's not about being better than someone else and it's not she's the it girl because of her aesthetic on instagram where she has all the best photos and she poses a certain way and she has you know there's always those makeup things that go around where it's like the latte makeup and the strawberry milk or whatever i'm like making things up but latte was definitely one of them and i think strawberry like strawberry glaze or something like that it's not about saying like, oh, she does this and you can't. It's we all can. You can do the latte girl and the strawberry girl. And, you know, I think there was a clean girl and stuff. You get to be everything. You get to be all of it because you are the it girl. And the it girl is composed of the soft girl and the lucky girl. And it's just about leaning into those different things. And for me, it helps having that. That feels so powerful and fun being the it girl. And it helps you lean into that part of yourself that feels powerful and feels certain. And the certainty is what's attractive. And so I, in these two parts, maybe there'll be three, I don't know. But this is one of my favorite things to talk about because you deserve to be the it girl. You deserve to be manifesting your dream life and living out your dream life. You are not meant to be on this earth having a lame time, feeling bored or feeling like you're not enough or that things happen for other people but not for you, that's not how it goes for you anymore. If that's what your story has been, you need to rewrite it and that starts now because I promise you that that's not how things go for you anymore. And I want to make it clear that I didn't feel like the it girl all my life, 100% not. This is something that I've been able to upgrade my identity in the last couple of years and really step into myself and feel like the it girl and really manifest my dream life. But I want to make it clear in case you're like, uh, I'm not even close to being there, that I was exactly where you are at now. When I was younger, I remember feeling like every time I had a crush on someone, they picked my friend. I never was the it girl for whoever I liked. I felt insecure when I was younger. I had debilitating anxiety, like debilitating from when I was a senior in high school through, I figured it out in different ways, but I had it on and off through college where it was definitely something I was really working on in college. I remember in my first few jobs actually that I felt like there was definitely times where I would have to make my way through an anxiety attack being at work. So I don't want you to think that there's no way that I can get there and I have all these things stacked up against me because I promise you that you can make this year the most epic year of your life and you can really feel secure and confident in yourself and truly love yourself and that magnetizes out, it radiates out of you and the energy that you create around that is what magnetizes what you want into your life and I promise that you will see not that it's about external validation at all but you will see things in your external world start to shift where people will start to view you differently and see you differently and this is something i'm super passionate about because i used to be so 
anxious and at times in my life so miserable. And I just don't think any woman should ever feel that way. It's one of my missions on earth to make sure that women love themselves and trust themselves. Like that's such a big thing, trusting themselves implicitly so that you know that no matter what happens in life, like you got it, you will be able to handle anything that comes at you. And there's such a relief and a peace about that when you're able to live your life like that every day without worrying and panicking and being anxious. And I want that for you so bad. So of course I have the tools in my membership manifest from power that can accomplish all of this. But I was thinking in addition, which members in the membership would obviously have access to it as well, because the membership is truly everything and what I'm most passionate about. But I was thinking if I made a challenge and I want to call it the it girl accelerator, where every day you'd be given a voice note or a practice that I feel like is instrumental in getting you to that it girl place where it'd be accelerated a short amount of time, but every day if you commit to it, you would be able to completely transform your identity and step into that it girl. So I really am excited about this and I think it would probably be available sometime in February if I had a guess. And of course the members would have access, but it would be something that you could start your 2024 with this upgraded identity already in the best place to manifest your dream life. And more than anything, truly love yourself and see yourself as that it girl. To be clear, there's no gatekeeping here. I'm sharing all the information in these podcast episodes, but the accelerator would be about getting your subconscious mind on board as well. So I'm going to leave a link to a waitlist in case you're interested in getting the it girl accelerator when it's available. I haven't created it yet, but I'm really excited. So go sign up if that's something you're interested in. I'm going to make it extremely affordable. And now that we're clear on what the it girl is and isn't, meaning it's not about being the best, everything that we talk about in the beginning of this episode. Let's dive into the first part of the mindset and energetics that you can start implementing today to become the it girl so that your 2024 is the most epic year of your life. So I'm going to read the DM that I got from a lovely member and I asked her if I could respond via the podcast because I think so many other people will have this question and she said yes. The DM says, hey Caitlin, I thought I'd slide into your DMs and contribute to the 10% of questions that aren't about an ex or a specific person. I'd prefer all my exes stay away and they have which is funny because the last episode is all about manifesting a specific person episode five or manifesting your ex and that's what she's referring to because I shared that 90% of my DMs these days are asking that question, which is why I made that episode. So yes, I appreciate other questions that aren't about that. She says, my question is, how do you manifest demanding your worth? I find myself being treated like a doormat in my job, especially in my community and in my family. How do you stand up for yourself in these situations? Tell people you're not okay with being treated this way and get a reaction that's more productive than hostile. Do I ultimately need a new job, neighborhood, and family with a laughing emoji? And my answer is no. We don't want to just throw them all away. There's a few parts to this question. So I want to start with the first thing, which is demanding your worth. And she uses the word worth, which I find all the time that people think that they have a worth, which as a human being, as a person, your worth cannot be measured. You are immeasurably worthy of everything that you desire 
because you're not a gallon of milk or a diamond ring. This, I really feel like, stems in our history from when women used to have a dowry when they were being married off to a man and the father and the husband-to-be would have to agree on terms of what she was worth. I think a lot of that comes from that. And even with well intentions, we still get marketed this message that we have a worth where is that l'oreal or which is l'oreal the one that's because you're worth it people say you're worth this you're worth that we are people we we cannot be measured there's no amount of money if you think about someone you love there's no amount of money or material things or anything that could measure their worth so i want you to remember that first off when you're thinking of yourself and this is something that in my hypnosis audios i include in quite a few of them like you're worthy of everything because this is something so common in our society and so i want to make sure that your subconscious knows you're worthy of it all but if it's something that you can see and switch in your mind because of the way i'm explaining it and have that mindset shift of oh yeah of course, there's no way to measure my worth. So when you say demanding your worth to someone, you don't have to show anything to anyone. You don't owe anyone anything in the way that you're saying, I'm worth this, I'm worth that. You're worthy of respect and love and care and attention because you're a human being and that's the bare minimum. I want to just kind of release you from that thought anyway, that maybe if you're thinking, oh, they don't treat me well because they think I'm not worth it or because I need to be more and I'm not enough. And if I was enough, then they would treat me well. There's nothing that you could do or not do or that you're doing too much of or not enough of that would make you more or less worthy of respect, decency, kindness, attention, and especially love from your family and your loved ones. So I just want to take that off the table first off. And this person is a member, so I know that they've been doing the subconscious work and upgrading their identity. And that's the thing, as you can tell in this message, this person is saying, I've upgraded my identity. I now believe that I'm confident that I'm worth all of it, of course, because of course, and I get to have my dream life. You can tell this person is operating from this identity of someone that deserves everything and they're not seeing their family, their community, their coworkers reflecting that back to them yet. It's very common when you start doing the work that people start to see around you like, oh, there's something different about her and it's not a spoken thing usually. Sometimes people start commenting like, "Is did you do something different with your hair or is your skin clearer or whatever it is but a lot of the time you're not gonna get any verbal confirmation that something's different but people notice something's different here and what you might notice is depending on the people you have around you and you know we can't choose our families but depending on who you have around you sometimes they are magnetized towards you and noticing there's something different about her and I want in And then other times it can bring out a natural 
nasty part of someone, a nasty side of someone, because they notice that you're glowing. They notice that you're operating differently, that you are the it girl, the person that walks around with power and confidence and self-trust and you're holding yourself differently, even though you didn't realize you were, but subconsciously because your beliefs have been changed through the hypnosis audios, you are moving differently, even if you don't realize it. And that can bring out ugliness in people because they might feel like I've worked my whole life working hard money's always been difficult for me or love's always been difficult for me or confidence has always been difficult for me and now she's walking around like she has everything figured out like she has this certainty about her that's very attractive and I find it threatening because they live in a lack scarcity mindset where if she has it that means there's less for them which is absolutely wrong false er, not true but people operate in that lack scarcity mindset which is why they keep manifesting lack scarcity not enough when people that believe there's more than enough to go around I'm the it girl you're the it girl whoever wants to manifest what they want can whoever wants to feel beautiful magnetic can that's when you're living in enough and in abundance and that's really threatening to someone who doesn't feel like that's a possibility for them it's very possible I obviously don't know the exact situations of what this person's going through but it's very possible that they are trying to bring this person down because now there's a power about her and a certainty about her and they don't like it. Something else that happens when you upgrade your identity is that you expand and grow into the person that you're always meant to be. And we're always on this journey of life, always expanding and growing. It's kind of like the next level of a video game. You manifest more love, more wealth, more confidence, more peace. As you go along, it's like you expand and expand because you can only hold so much at first and your ability to hold more grows as you do the work. But when you're upgrading your identity and you're starting to become this person instead of the person that always felt small and played small and allowed people to treat them like a doormat, you realize you no longer have things in common with certain people. And this is very common for when people start to do self-development work. They realize, oh, I no longer have things in common with this person that is only negative all day long, talking, gossiping about other people, or whining about how life sucks. It's really grating actually now to be in this place of someone who is just so small-minded and feels like things just aren't possible for them and they're not for other people and they're bitter about it. And maybe that is more magnified in certain people than others. And also it's possible that you have people in your life that again are excited about your growth and they want in and they want to know what you're doing and tell me what's going on. But it sounds like this person is getting the opposite of that reaction. And sometimes it just takes time for people to hop on board and you're kind of introducing yourself again to your family and your friends and they're learning this new version of you and this is something that happens January when I'm recording this and we just had the holidays and that's something that I had people write me about like how do I make it through the holidays you know with whether it's immediate family or grandparents or aunts and uncles or family friends that just drive you nuts and you're triggered like crazy and you're like why am I triggered so much right now because I thought I grew past this I thought I expanded past this and the second I go home all of a sudden I feel like that little 11 
11-year-old girl that is being made fun of or made to feel small and I'm not that person anymore. And the thing with families and, you know, family friends and people that have known you since you were little is that they know every age of you. And a lot of times they have you in their head as a certain age. And maybe this is just even so you did all this self-development work and your subconscious beliefs are changed and you're moving, you're operating differently. And that change could be three months, that change could be six months and you're just a completely different person. You might find that the people that have known you your whole life are trying to force you back into that version, that old programming version of you, the old dusty crusty programming that made you feel like you weren't enough and all those things, all those limiting beliefs. They're trying to force you back into that, whether consciously or unconsciously, because that's what's comfortable to them. That's what's familiar to them. That's what they know. And as you probably know from every podcast episode you hear me talk about, we like what's familiar. The subconscious likes what's familiar. Anything unfamiliar, it perceives as a possible danger. So if one of your loved ones all of a sudden that used to be the doormat in the family, they're the one that everyone kind of used as the butt of the joke or picked on or got to do all of the errands and the chores because they're too nice to say no or they're a pushover, whatever it is, whatever role you used to play in your family and you're saying, no, 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 sweetie pie, that's not me anymore. Sorry, you're going to have to do some of the chores or you're going to have to find someone else to be shitting on all the time with your jokes. That is uncomfortable for them. Their subconscious mind immediately panics and they want to push you back into that box of no, 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 no. This is the role you play. You play it. You play it right now. You have to stand up for yourself and say, you know, nope, that's not me anymore. And sometimes it's not a conversation depending on how much you value those different relationships and the type of dynamics. Obviously, every family dynamic is different and every relationship with every family member is different. If you feel like there's just no possible way you've tried before and they don't get it, sometimes it's not healthy for you and you got to honor yourself and just say it's not even worth that conversation. And it just your energy that shows up and just you not allowing people to push you around because of the power that you've now harnessed and you hold and is entering the room before you do our energy enters a room before we do it's going to be really difficult in the beginning when you're introducing your upgraded identity to your loved ones and family that aren't supportive it's going to be more of a struggle and you constantly having to show up being like no 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 no, nope this is me now no 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 i won't go back to that old identity i won't go back to that old programming i'm choosing my new identity every day and so your energy shows up before you do. So keep that in mind before you walk into a room with these people, you're walking in with your power. And it's like a, it's not a forceful, aggressive thing. It's a certainty. Again, it's back to that certainty of the it girl. No, I'm certain this is how I am. They might react A, B, and C way. This might go terribly, but I'm certain that this is who I am and I'm not folding on this because this is who I am now. And it doesn't matter if they throw a fit It doesn't matter if I get the silent treatment. I'm this person and it's you asserting your new boundaries. And I think it's very helpful to be clear on what your new boundaries are. So whether, you know, I was giving the example of the holidays, whether it's the holidays or it's now your everyday life where you interact with these people often, you need to put your boundaries up. And it's if they're unhealthy for you where it's not it, (laughs) it's not it and you don't want them in your life frequently, meaning you're not seeing them or talking to them on the phone or whatever every day like you used to or every week or every month, then those are your new boundaries. Come up with them, be clear before you get on the phone with them and everything so that you know and your boundaries are 
only as strong as your enforcement of them. Let me say it one more time. Your boundaries are only as strong as your enforcement of them. Because I'm sure you've heard before, boundaries are detrimental to the people that you've created them for. The people that benefit from you not having boundaries are the ones that you need the boundaries up for. So they're going to try to keep you not asserting your boundaries. Your enforcement of them is the only way that, that they exist. It's like thinking of a electric fence. You put all the technology up, put the fence up, it's all there. But if you don't press the button so that it's on, it's nothing. It's not there. The pr- people just walk right in. It's not until you turn it on that, oh, no one's coming in. It's the same thing. Boundaries are nothing until you hold them. And with time, you're not going to have to keep holding them, holding them. It'll become automatic. But anytime there's a new habit, it's uncomfortable at first. It's unfamiliar. Your subconscious fights against it. Oh, no, I'll be the nice one. I'll shrink back. I'll do this. No, this is who I am now. Everyone else can fall in line and it might take time, but it is what it is. So to get more specific about how you handle these situations, what I find to be most successful is to state your intention of what you want with the conversation ahead of time and also make sure that they're receptive to the conversation before you sit down and have it. Because you might think, and I'm the type of person, I'm confrontational in the way that I will feel anxious until we've communicated and we've had the conversation. And there's other people that need to take time and wait and sit on something until they're ready to have the conversation. The issue with that is I think sometimes, in my personal opinion, it's (laughs) you wait too long and things can just kind of marinate and become stronger than if you would have just nipped it in the bud, which is why I like to talk about things right away. But I have to respect that not everyone operates that way and they feel better and less anxious when they've had time to sit on it. So the first thing you'll do is say, hey, I wanted to talk to you about this and whatever the issue is. So if that's your family and you're saying, hey, the way that you yell at me when things get heated, if that's the situation, I'm just picking an example, the way that you yell at me makes me feel uncomfortable. I just want to talk about how we can communicate better in the future so that we both feel like we're heard and understood. Is now a good time for us to talk about this or would another time work better? And that might sound weird and professional-like, but you want them to agree to the conversation before so they don't feel like they're attacked or ambushed and so when they agree to the conversation you're both saying okay let's come to a solution and you're going to find a lot more success when both people are having the same intention for the conversation so you've stated this is the issue i would like to come to a solution and is now a good time to talk about it so you're stating that my intention is not to attack you It's not to make you feel like you're wrong or bad, which is going to get someone immediately defensive. It's saying this hurt me, like hurt my feelings. I want to make sure that this doesn't happen in the future is now a good time to talk. That's going to give you the best chance of success and someone's going to be a lot more receptive to what you have to say, even if it's a super uncomfortable conversation. I don't know who you're dealing with and some people just have no communication skills and operate from defense, defense, defense. But hopefully you can get to a point with someone where you're able to sit down and talk through an issue. And if you make it more about not that they're wrong, but the 
the way that their behavior is has hurt your feelings. It's about your feelings and that if they were to adjust and you offer them a different solution, whether that's, hey, when you're seeing red and really upset with me and you can take ownership of whatever part of it that you can take ownership for, I always try to take ownership in my part if there is something, even if it's a very small something. So if you say, hey, when I do something that pisses you off and maybe there's a specific behavior that you do that triggers them, so you can (laughs) name that there and say, hey, when I do X, Y, Z, instead of getting heated and yelling at me, could you take a beat and leave the room until you feel like you can communicate through the issue with me? Or can you simply say like, this is an issue that you guys have all the time. You could even come up with a code word that could bring levity to the situation. So if you say hot dog or purple bunny, that's our code word knowing that, hey, I'm triggered by what you just did again. Can you please not and then that's my cue because maybe I don't realize I'm doing it or whatever that's my cue to know oh okay got it and then that way it doesn't have to escalate to something else we know and we can move forward without it becoming an explosion and that would make me feel really safe and seen and heard and hopefully you feel understood and seen and heard that I understand where I've upset you and we can move forward with healthier communication. And that was a really specific situation example that I made up, but this member said she feels like she's being treated like a doormat by all these people. So if it's with your family, just say, hey, you know, this is how I feel, lay it out there, be specific, with examples and say, this is how it's making me feel. I really don't want to feel this way anymore. I love you. Make it clear where you want to go. Make that solution clear. I want to fix this. I want to have better communication. I want to feel understood and I want you to feel understood. So help me understand how I can make that possible. Taking your accountability where you can take it and just make it clear. I'm not trying to attack. I'm not trying to say you're wrong or you're bad. I'm trying to love you better and I would like you to love me better. So what can we do to get there? Moving on to the community, it sounds like it's a neighborhood that we're talking about in this example. Honestly, in my opinion, you don't need to be friends with your neighbors. If you feel like that's super important to you, then of course make that a priority to have the better communication and be treated better. But for me, I don't need to be friends with everyone in the neighborhood, nor do I want to. I don't want people showing up at my house. I'm friends with one of our neighbors and that's perfect for me. And it's great where we don't need to be together all the time, perfect. If there's a situation with a neighbor, make it feel, get to the place with a relationship that you feel safe in your home and in your community. You don't feel anxious and panicked every time you get out of the door. And I feel like that's the goal that you should be going for. But if it's a neighborhood, I'm trying to understand neighborhood where everyone gets together all the time and their opinion is important to you, then you just need to start showing up as that it girl energy where you start making moves that are different and show, hey, I'm different now. So whether that's the fact that you all have a bake sale together and they say, oh, hey, will you make all the stuff and we'll just show up? And you say, no, I'm not gonna make all the stuff. And you just say it in a graceful, polite way where you say, hey, you know what? I can make the brownies if you guys can make 
you know, Carol, if you can make the cookies and Karen, if you can make the appetizers, that would be perfect. Whatever it is, just start asserting your boundaries and they will start following them and adhering to them as long as you enforce them. And that will just take time. For the last thing, which was the job. Jobs are tricky because if you operate, and I've been in the situation where it's like, we're a startup, everyone does, wears multiple hats, everyone helps each other out. I think that's great. And I completely agree to a point. The point is when people keep dumping work on you that's not even close to your work where they're completely capable of doing it, but they're in the habit of giving it to you because you're really efficient and you do a great job and they don't have to do it. (laughs) So what you do in this situation, you always stay kind, you always stay professional and polite, but you just say, hey, I have X, Y, and Z on my plate. Maybe there's, it's a really busy season or whatever you actually have going on where you can give them specific examples of why you're not doing all their work anymore. I have this, this, and this going on. You know, I love to help out, but I don't have the bandwidth right now to do your whatever. I was going to say your job. (laughs) Don't say that. (laughs) To do that task that they wanted you to do. Just say, I don't have the bandwidth to do that. And if it's a promotion, we'll have to at some point do a podcast episode about promotions. And there's things coming to the membership to help you manifest promotions and dream jobs very, very soon coming in the membership. And again, the energy, the energetics will do all the work for you if you set your manifestation intention and follow my manifestation process that's in the membership, which this member obviously has access to. You can manifest yourself out of any situation. I've manifested a coworker out of my life, like poof, out of my life. I'll probably do an episode on that because that was a really great manifestation story and they're completely fine. They're healthy. They're good. (laughs) They just completely poofed out of my life where they were at the company, but I never had to speak to them again. And it was amazing after being like a really, honestly, this human was really intolerable and awful and narcissistic. And I did not enjoy going to work because this person was now bossing people around being awful to everyone and it was like gross so I'll do an episode on that because I think that's a great story but my point is that you can change your reality at any time remember it's kind of like a video game or an illusion you feel like you're so stuck in a situation or in a dynamic I promise you your dynamics can change one of my best friends I had obviously told her about the co-worker and how I poofed him out of my life And she completely changed the dynamic with her boss. That was an awful dynamic. She was dreading going to work every day. And her dynamic with her boss completely changed where she actually enjoys her boss, which was not the case even close before. Like she was thinking of quitting for a very long time. Dynamics can change. Everything can shift. You have to stay certain. You're the one. Your energy, your power stays solid. You say with your energy, through your mindset, your actions, your boundaries. This is who I am now and everyone else can get in line and you're doing that again in a graceful, kind way, but it's the energy and the energy will speak for you if you hold on to it, if you stay certain. Again, the it girl is certain. That's what makes her attractive. People go, oh, she's certain that she's this person and people will listen. They will respect your boundaries. One more example I want to give about boundaries and then I'll wrap this up. In one of my flashy Hollywood jobs that I used to think was what I wanted, (laughs) which I've touched on a couple times in different episodes, I had this awful boss who was terrible. 
terrible to everyone that we worked with. Really took advantage of his power, his powerful position of the title that he held. And sometimes we would get these kind of emergency requests from higher up where they had to obviously be addressed right away. So I'm just gonna make this super, super vague, but basically we had multiple locations and people that worked at multiple locations. And there was a guy and a girl that worked at one of the locations where this request needed to be handled this one day. And my boss, of course, could have driven over and handled it, but it was after work, we were about to leave and he called over to the guy who he had sent all the way across town on a different errand. And the guy was like, well, and this traffic in Hollywood at this hour, rush hour, it's going to take me, you know, an hour and a half to get back to the other location. And he was supposed to be off work for the day. He was driving home and my boss calls over and asks him to do this thing. And I asked my boss when they hung up, because of course the poor guy, he bent over backwards, would do anything. He was basically a doormat to my boss. And my boss stepped over him time and time again, because The guy wanted to grow in the company, of course, so he's putting in all the hours, bending over backwards, doing way more than his job, compensation, title, everything. My boss saw that that energy of not holding these boundaries and took advantage of it time and time again. So when they hung up, because the guy said, of course, I'll do it, basically the guy was going to have to work all night long to accomplish this, and my boss was just going to go home and live his best life while this poor guy was up all night handling his request before of course he would have to go right back at it first thing in the morning tomorrow i asked my boss when we hung up why don't we have the girl do it she's already there at the location and again i think it was six when we were supposed to be off or right before it but i know we had just spoken with her and she was still there at the location so i was like why aren't we having her handle this request and my boss said oh no 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 no. we can't ask her because she doesn't work a minute past six o'clock And I thought, wow, what a badass bitch this woman is. She made it clear when she started in the position years prior, she would not work a minute past. And she obviously, before I even got there, enforced those boundaries. He obviously at some point asked her to stay longer and she said no. She enforced her boundary and said, hey, I made this clear when I started. I don't work a minute past. And because she enforced those boundaries, and I'm sure she did it in a professional, polite way, he respected her boundary ever since she enforced the boundary. It wasn't even an option in his head that we could even ask her to stay. He respected the boundary. And I thought that was such a badass move. I'll never forget that. It was such a lesson in boundaries. Because again, this guy walked all over. He took advantage of everyone that he could at any time was a nightmare boss and he still respected this woman's boundaries. So remember, your boundaries are only as strong as your enforcement of them. Okay, that's it for today's episode. I seriously have a whole page of notes that I didn't even touch on. So we'll definitely do a part two, maybe part three. And I'm just so excited for you to become an it girl this year, to manifest everything that you want. Remember that you deserve all of it. It's not even a question. You're worthy of it all. There's no amount of money or material things or anything that could ever measure your worth. It's immeasurable. 
Don't forget that. I hope to the member. Thank you so much for asking me your question. Thank you for being in the membership. I hope this answered your question. Please DM me and tell me if it did. And I hope it was so helpful for everyone listening. Remember, there's a new episode next Tuesday. I'm going to get to work on creating the It Girl Accelerator. It's going to be epic if you want to be the first to know. And I will have a pre-sale price, even though I'm going to make it affordable anyway. I'm going to make a really great pre-sale price. So it's a complete no-brainer for you. I want everyone to have access access to this, go sign up at the waitlist. I'll put it in the show notes. When this episode comes out, I will have just dropped the highest good alignment meditation inside the membership. If you don't know, every month there's a new drop in the membership. The price never changes, but the value increases every month. This meditation is the shortcut to allowing your highest good to manifest in your life. So if you feel like you're out of, you know how we hear about people being in the flow or out of the flow, and you are always either allowing or disallowing the infinite source of power and wisdom to flow through you, this allows you to put your earphones in and allow you to get into alignment with your highest good. Lastly, make sure that we're social media friends. My Instagram and TikTok handle are down below, and I will see you back here next Tuesday.